Pinna. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Every day during breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snack time, someone is the victim of a food crime. Yes, you heard me right. Food crimes. Now it'll be 792. Maybe someone ate the bananas you were saving for banana bread. My bananas! Or maybe someone put jalapenos in the guacamole, but forgot to warn you that it was super spicy. Oh, uh, someone get me water! No matter the transgression, there must be a trial at the food court. And justice must be served, preferably with cheese, please. Welcome to Food Crimes. Warning, the food crimes you are about to hear are real and may not be suitable for hungry listeners. Today, we're pouring over the case of Alyssa V. Bell, two sisters with some serial problems. My name is Alyssa, and I am nine years old, and I live in California. The food crime that happened to me was that my sister Belle eats all of the Cocoa Krispies before I can get any. Alyssa says that due to various rules in her house, she is often left out of enjoying even a single bowl of her favorite chocolate cereal. Okay, so my dad gets two different types of chocolate cereal, Cocoa Puffs and Cocoa Krispies. And we are only allowed to open two boxes of cereal at a time. And we can only open one box of chocolate cereal at a time. My favorite cereal is the Cocoa Krispies, and I don't like the Cocoa Puffs because they don't have enough chocolate, and my sister, Belle, likes both of the chocolate cereals. So, we usually open the Cocoa Krispies first, and then my sister, Belle, eats the Cocoa Krispies in three to four days, and then I am left with no chocolate cereal But it's not just the speed of consumption that concerns Alyssa. She says her sister Belle has committed an even more serious crime. Usually the box is entirely gone. But on January 7th, I went to go get Cocoa Krispies for breakfast. And all I found in the last box was a few crumbs. I wanted Cocoa Krispies really badly because that would have been my first time in the week. So I just poured it, and when I poured it, all I got was a few crumbs and one whole piece of Cocoa Krispies. When I realized the box was empty, I yelled to my sister, how could you eat all of these Cocoa Krispies? You know that these are my favorite cereal. A rather long list of supposed crimes, but Belle denies that she is guilty of any of these charges. My name is Belle, I'm 15, and Elissa is my little sister. I'm not guilty of a food crime. 
I would never put an empty box back. Maybe she was exaggerating when she said there were crumbs left over, but I would have left at least a serving left over. Belle insists that she is just living her best breakfast life and has never once tried to cut Alyssa out of the chocolate cereal situation. How I see it is if there's a chocolate box open, I will simply reach for the one that's closest or that I feel like I would like to eat the cereal this morning because otherwise I don't eat breakfast and I think that my parents know that cereal is easiest and it's quick and so if I'm in a rush to get to my online classes I can just pour a bowl of cereal and it's just something to make on our own that our parents don't have to do for us. In fact, according to Belle, it's Alyssa's own choices that prevent her from having Cocoa Krispies for breakfast. I've said before, she doesn't eat it at the same time as that I eat it because she claims she has more time in the mornings and she has apparently more time to prepare a different breakfast and that's her excuse. But that one's not on me. So there you have it, the prohibited plaintiff and the discourteous defendant. Two sisters, two stories, two boxes of cereal, but only one solution. Now it's up to the judge, the jury, and you to decide. Did Belle commit a food crime? Is she the reason that Alyssa never gets Cocoa Krispies? Or is Alyssa the victim of her own chocolate-covered choices? Let's step inside the courtroom to hear more. All rise. The Honorable Judge Foodie presiding over the case of Alyssa v. Bell. Charges are misappropriation of food and first-degree box forgery. Thank you, Bailiff. Everyone, you may be seated. Hello, Your Honor. Happy to see you again, Your Honor. Yep, yep, I get it. You're here, I'm here, Bailiff is here. Present. (laughs) See, he's here. The count is in. We know who is where and who is not. So let's just move along and get into it instead of getting stuck in an endless roll call. You tell him, Judge. Thank you, Bailiff. We'll begin with our opening statement, starting with the prosecution. Counsel Catherine Flambe, whenever you're ready. Thank you, Your Honor. We are here today because my client, Alyssa, has repeatedly suffered an empty stomach at the hands of Belle, her own sister. Belle has even been caught breaking house rules to commit this misappropriation, including finishing an entire box of cereal and then putting the empty box back in the cupboard. Thank you, Counselor Fombe. Is uh, something burning? Because you're a toast. (laughs) Oh, you better believe I'm bringing the A-game to bear. The defense may now begin, Counselor Reven. Before another word is said, I want to make something clear. My client denies she would ever put an empty box back in the cupboard. Ah! We'll get to that part. Can we hear your opening statement? Oh, of course. Your Honor, jury, all those present, I will tell you this. The prosecution's case is as empty as a bowl of holes. Not only is the accusation of box forgery completely false, but this idea that Belle is somehow keeping Alyssa from her crispies? It makes no sense. Both sisters have equal access to the cereal boxes, do they not? Belle is in no way physically preventing Alyssa from eating them. The only person keeping Alyssa from eating all the cereal she desires is Alyssa herself! She chooses to eat cereal at different times, at different amounts. Just because Alyssa has certain cereal preferences does not mean that Belle must conform to those preferences. 
Food law makes that as clear as clear can be. And furthermore... Uh, nope. Wait, that's it. Bell is not guilty. End of statement. Thank you, Mr. Reven. Arguments will now commence. Ms. Flambe, would you like to start us off? Yes, because I'm already mad about something Reven said. Alyssa prevents Alyssa from eating Cocoa Krispies? <laughs> Get a clue. In fact, here, I'll give you a clue. Submitted Evidence A. And there are two different types of bowls. The bigger bowl and the smaller bowl. And she always uses the bigger bowl instead of using the smaller bowl like I do. And I feel like she uses the bigger bowl on purpose because she says that they're about the same size even though they're not. And we have measured it out. Belle is using the larger bowl to take larger servings. This is clearly an attempt to make sure she gets more than anyone else. Mm-mm. Your attempts to mischaracterize my client as some cruel, cold, calculating c- thief are absolutely nonsense. And that is not why Belle uses the bigger bowl. Here is my client's reason for her choice. So since I'm older and I'm still growing, I will use the bigger bowl since I just eat more food. And oftentimes, I tell her, if you want to eat the Cocoa Krispies, eat them when I'm eating them, and you can still get some. Just the amount that's right for you, and I'll eat the amount that's right for me. You hear that, Flambe? She's a growing teen. She's just eating the amount that's right for her. Well, my client is growing too, okay? And there is plenty of other food in the house. Why can't Belle eat something else after she's had her share of the Cocoa Krispies? First of all, in this house, there is no designated shares on a box of Cocoa Krispies. Which is bad and is the entire reason we're here. Uh, uh, um, Second of all, Belle isn't just doing this out of some desire to prevent Alyssa from having a cereal. She's just following the rules of the household and acting in a manner that fits her needs. I'll let you hear it from my client herself. So I will just eat lots of cereal lots of days of the week because it's easy and it's fast and it's just there. And since we are only allowed to open two at a time, uh, because she only eats the Rice Krispies, so she will open those. Hmm. See? Belle isn't overcomplicating this with a scheme against Alyssa. Cereal is easy and it's there. And with the limit on the amount of open boxes, what is open and tasty to Belle will, of course, go quickly. This is not some malicious plot against Alyssa or some hair-brain conspiracy, all right? In fact, Belle isn't thinking about Alyssa whatsoever as she makes her morning plans. So and you- that's the problem. She should be thinking about Alyssa. She needs to remember her sister the next time she pours herself a fresh bowl of those crispies. Well, which is it, Flambe? Is Belle purposely going out of her way to deny Alyssa a share of the Krispies, or is she just not paying attention, huh? It's wrong either way. Which brings us to the morning of January 7th, the morning of the empty box. Alyssa reaches for her favorite cereal that morning, only to find the box has been put back empty. And why did this happen? My client has a guess. It feels like Bella is making allusion that are still Cocoa Krispies so that my dad won't get mad at her or I won't get mad at her or my mom won't get mad at her for eating all of the Cocoa Krispies until summons the box again and realizes 
there's no more Cocoa Krispies. Belle emptied the box, then placed it back on the shelf specifically to deceive her family. She is trying to throw off the cereal box count for the house to her own benefit. Your Honor, request to strike that from the record. My client denies these charges. Counselor Flambe, do you have any evidence to back up this claim other than your own client's statement? <laughs> you ready for this? If you're all wondering why I've been so jazzed today, it's because I brought a surprise eyewitness testimony. Huh? That's right. When I was interviewing Belle, I stumbled upon an opportunity to set the record straight by asking Vicky, their mom. <gasps> Objection, Your Honor. And why is that? This is something I would do. She can't steal my moves. <laughs> <laughs> Objection overruled. You would do something like this, and I would allow it. So I'm going to allow it. Proceed, Counselor Fonbe. Oh. Yes. Here is their mom explaining what happened the morning of January 7th. I'm aware of the cereal box. It was definitely not a serving size. It was probably like could have mixed a quarter cup stuff. of cereal left in the box. I mean, it was like crumbs and there may have been some cereal but it was just kind of mostly the leftover cereal left in the bag this one was like there's nothing left and this one was like oh it's a serving but it really wasn't a serving so definitely less than a list of serving either yeah wow you heard that right folks just wow but 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 so the box wasn't empty it wasn't an empty box less than a serving size. Almost worse because it was enough weight and sound to make you believe even longer you're about to have a bowl. This is first degree forgery and it's serious. The box wasn't empty and nothing their mother said supports the idea that this was some sort of ruse to throw off the cereal count. Without intent, you have a misdemeanor at best. It was just crumbs and dust. Yeah, like your argument. <laughs> Stick to the case, counselors. If this was the first time Alyssa was asking her sister to save her some cereal, then sure, maybe we could say Belle was just not paying attention. But Belle has been down this road of justice before. It just didn't stick. She did one time, and she complained about so much that I was banned for around two weeks to not eat the Cocoa Krispies. It stood for the two weeks. It was supposed to last a little longer. Alyssa tried to work with her local authorities, a.k.a. mom and dad, to issue a restraining order between Belle and the Cocoa Krispies. Belle knew the ban was in place, and she couldn't even abide by it for the allotted time. There's your intent. All right, all right, order in the court. Counselors, let's move on to closing statements, starting with the prosecution. Friends in the jury, do not let Reven confuse you. No one is suggesting that Belle has committed a crime by enjoying Cocoa Krispies or by choosing cereal over other breakfasts. But she is most certainly guilty of repeatedly, thoughtlessly, cruelly depriving her sister of even a morsel of her favorite cereal. She pilfered the pantry and deceived her family by placing the empty box back on the shelf. She is a food criminal, and Alyssa needs food justice. Thank you, Flambe. Reven? Friends, I'm hurt. This picture that has been painted of my client is totally inaccurate. Belle is not this calculated serial sorceress using dark magic to steal away the cocoa gems of the townspeople. 
just so she can trivet it all away to the horde of some five-headed dragon goddess. Did I miss that part? Sounds awesome. Stay focused, Reven. Oh, um, uh, no, no. Belle is just a teen getting by, mostly on cereal. The demands of her life require her to eat what is easy, fast, and what she can make on her own. Alyssa has more time, so she has more choices than Belle. And yet, Alyssa has all these restrictions. She only likes Cocoa Krispies. She only takes the serving size. She only wants cereal a few times a week. It's fine that these are Alyssa's preferences, but they are not Belle's. We cannot find Belle guilty just because she eats cereal when and how she wants. Thank you for refraining from any further mention of dragons, Mr. Reven. You're welcome. Well, I think we are ready to turn this case over to the jury. It's time now for deliberations. Is Belle guilty of repeatedly taking cereal that should have gone to her sister? Additionally, did she leave an empty box in the cupboard to trick her sister and parents? Or are Alyssa's charges just cereal dust in the wind? Until you decide, this court is adjourned. Jury deliberations are now in session. Please proceed. My name is Keely and I'm 10 years old. My name is Coven, and I am 11 years old. My name is Ellie, and I'm 11 years old. I think it is kind of unfair for Alyssa to dictate what cereals um, Belle can have, but I also think it was unfair for Belle to, instead of eating like the rest of it, just leave a couple crumbs for Alyssa instead of an actual serving like she claimed. Yeah. She could have, like, at least thrown it away or at least, yeah, told her sister that there was no more cereal instead of putting it back where it was before. Like, she could have easily threw it in the trash if there's only a few crumbs left. But the fact that she kept the box there kind of makes it worse. Like, she kind of was trying to cover something up. I'm not making accusation here, but she left some, possibly thinking that she left enough Because that happens to me sometimes. I might take the last of something when I'm trying to get into my room to hop on a call. But, like, I don't notice that I took the last because, like, I'm rushing and, like, I need to get dressed and I need to brush my teeth after that. So maybe she didn't notice that there wasn't that much and maybe she mistook it for a serving. So for Alyssa to accuse her sister of taking the last bit, I think it's not good for her to make those accusations. Like, it takes five seconds to look. If you're five seconds late to an online class, they're not going to mark you tardy if you're only five seconds late. It, like, takes five seconds to look. I don't think that there was enough evidence that she did it on purpose because, as Ellie was saying, you could be running late for class and not looking how much cereal's in the box and then eating it, and you didn't actually look so you wouldn't know how much cereal was left in the box and you just took the amount that you usually take. There's not enough evidence, but like I said, if you're five seconds late to class, they're not gonna care. It just takes five seconds to look because you're saying that like she didn't know. That's why she put it back in the closet. But if she looked, she wouldn't have put it back in the closet. Like you can't just be careless and not leave anything for anyone else. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Belle could have been a little bit more considerate over what Alyssa might have wanted. But I kind of think it is a food crime because you put it back. That means something. It means she was trying to cover something up. Mel never said that she told Alyssa that there was stuff left. 
she just might have been hazy or like unfocused because she had just woken up and needed to brush. So she put it back thinking there was more because she said that there was a serving left. So maybe she actually believed that there was a serving left and wasn't trying to lie. There's not enough evidence to say that she was purposefully doing that. It's also her being very, very careless. Like, say I leave like some stuff on my driveway and someone is coming to my house and then they like slip and they break their back. I'd still be taken to court and I'd be guilty for that because of I was careless. Something happened to someone else at my expense of being careless. I think she's guilty. I think she's guilty because she was just very careless to not look in the box and see how much cereal was left. She is guilty of not checking, being careless, and like not asking for her sister's consent, but she also was in a rush. So she has um, a good reason for it, but I do think she is guilty of leaving it there. So I think to minimize this happening, they can make kind of a schedule. Like today, I'm gonna have Cocoa Krispies. Tomorrow, you can have Cocoa Krispies. The problem with the schedule thing is that they don't have the same preferences. And this is why they came to the food court. They don't have the same preferences. So the schedule might not work out that well. I think I like the schedule thing. But they have to find some way to kind of like agree. So like the week before they decide that they're going to do the punishment, they could get like a, the calendar that they put like in their kitchen or something. It could alternate. Somebody gets chocolate cereal and then somebody else gets chocolate cereal the next day. And then the other three days, they can just have uh, whatever else they have like in the house. It will be evenly spread out and all of them can have what they like and they won't run into the problem of just being shocked at finding out that there is no more left. I agree with this because when someone takes more than they need, it kind of affects everyone because when someone takes more, the other person suffers. And if the other person takes more in retaliation, the person who took more will also suffer. So I feel like it's best to make schedule. I agree with that. We the jury do not think that Belle is guilty of the charged crime but we do think she is guilty of being careless. Our solution is that they should have a schedule where on certain days they can have certain cereals so they don't run into this problem again. Thank you, esteemed members of the jury. It appears that the food court has reached a decision, even though there was some disagreement about the charges. Let's go over to Alyssa and Belle to hear their reaction to the verdict. Alyssa, Belle, your jury has discussed the case and has decided that Belle is guilty, but not of committing any food crimes intentionally. How do you feel about their decision? What's justice achieved today? Alyssa, let's start with you. I think that this was a fair punishment. I think that the jury decided is fair and that Belle and I should follow this calendar. Although I don't know how well my sister will get along with this plan and if she'll actually follow it. Well, that's why we have to come to terms that are agreeable to you both. Belle, turning to you now, will this schedule work for you? Since she's creating the schedule, yes, I would make sure there's some left. Wonderful! Then a schedule there shall be. Belle, you may have gotten off easy this time, but if another food crime happens in that house, you bet I'm going to throw the cookbook at you. Until then, food court is adjourned. 
Ooh, bailiff, no time to chat today. I'm late for my trombone practice. Ooh, I didn't know you played the trombone. I don't. That's why I gotta go practice. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening.